You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Album Tunes, Here Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about David Bowie, Heroes. In the room, I have Anne. Hello. And on the line, I have Rob. What's Ben. Hi. And Kyle. Hi there. Heroes is the 12th studio album by English singer-songwriter David Bowie, released on the 14th of October, 1977, on RCA Records. The producer was David Bowie, Tony Visconti, and the genre is art rock, experimental rock, electronic art pop and ambient and i'm going to read from the book mark bennington riding the wave he had found with low heroes the second part of the so-called berlin trilogy saw david bowie continue his gradual reintroduction to humanity fresh from a liberating stint as a keyboard player on iggy pop's idiot tour bowie was now living with iggy in west berlin relatively drug-free the pair immersed themselves in the seedy Berlin nightlife, miraculously avoiding falling into the same old habits. Heroes gives the trilogy its decadent splendor, its dramatic performance art-influenced black-and-white cover photograph, and the darkly evocative song titles clearly inspired by Bowie's new home. Where Lowe mapped the internal landscape of Bowie's fractured psyche, Heroes, like Iggy's The Idiot, is all about Berlin, from its nightclubs in blackout to the gloomy Turkish immigrant quarter in uh, Nukul. Featuring many of the musicians who had played on low, the album was recorded in the summer of 1977 at the Hansen Studios, a former Gestapo ballroom near to the Berlin Wall. Eno, Visconti, and Bowie distilled their location's powerful atmosphere in the view of the Red Army Guards at Checkpoint Charlie. Like Lowe, heroes mix avant-garde pop songs with ambient instrumentals. Eno's influence is felt on the title track and Velvet's like stomp taken somewhere different by Fripp's inspired fluid guitar. Recontextualized by its performance at the 1985 Live Aid concert, the song's current existence as stadium fodder belies the emotional complexity of its parent album. All right, what do we think of David Bowie and Heroes? Well, we need to make sure that when we're saying Heroes, we're putting it in quotation marks. Yeah, you it's can't important. see that, but it's Heroes. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 
It's, it's Heroes uh, it, by David Bowie. <laughs> Get excited, you idiots. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. It's <laughs> fantastic it's record. Amazing record. It's all right. I mean, I like it. It's a Bowie record, and I don't think Bowie puts out bad records. You put out a couple. But it's so far, <laughs> this is like my sixth or seventh listen, and it hasn't grabbed me in the way that Station to Station and Low did yet. Mm. Interesting. I agree. Interesting. Okay. I'd say it's probably my least favorite of the Berlin trilogy. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, sure. Um, but a lot of that is when I first got into the record. Uh, you know, my first exposure to Heroes was the... The Wallflowers cover mm-hmm. from the Godzilla 98 soundtrack. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my first exposure to that song. And I was like, this is kind of lame. Um, and it took a lot longer in life until I kind of got why everyone liked that song so much. Cause it was, it was a big staple. Like almost every show he played after this, he played heroes, you know, and all the way up, he did that post nine 11 concert. And that was, you know, dedicated to the, firemen and first responders yeah the the quote heroes unquote sure yeah yeah that's weird um it's a weird context but um it's a great record i mean out of the gate uh beauty and the beast is a banger yeah um and it's got you know some of my favorite songs are uh sons of the silent age blackout is a banger sense of doubt i mean sounds like a early nine inch nails song Man, I was uh, I was reading up on the Dennis Wilson, uh, Charlie Manson stuff. While <laughs> yeah. Sense of Doubt was playing, and it is <laughs> it, 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 it is a quality song to do that. If if anyone's feeling uh, feeling froggy, <laughs> sense, sense of Doubt sounds like a Sense of Doubt. Like that's like it's like ah, when that doubt sits in, it's like that's the it's a soundtrack to what my brain's going through when sure. you do start to doubt something. And in that, I say it's effective. Yeah, yeah. It, it's perfect at that. It's like, I, I'm really interested in how these like Eno songs don't sound just like they're Eno anymore. In Low, they just sounded mostly like Eno songs to me. But like in this album, they sound like Bowie and Eno working together, which is really interesting. But like, it's definitely a different like animal in certain ways. I probably like Eno better overall like doing his stuff separately than Bowie, but it's like interesting to hear them together. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it yeah. sort of adds these like elements of drama and it's a little bit more like frenetic, <laughs> less calming. <laughs> right. And on this record, Eno got a producer credit, right? Yeah. Visconti slash Eno. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Visconti. I think it originally maybe David Bowie Visconti, but maybe in a, uh, Later on, he got a producer credit because that's that's all I had. Oh, yeah, I'm now seeing Visconti but Bowie. Doesn't mean he's any less important. Oh, all right. I mean, maybe I read it wrong. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely there. It's just not the same as it is on Low, and it's yeah. interesting because I feel like it is a better like combination of what they're good at than um, in Low. It's almost fighting itself a little bit, but I like that too. So I don't know. (laughs) I understand what you're saying. It doesn't mean I don't like it. It's just different. It feels like the, whereas low, I was, I was thinking more of ambient textures and sort of soundscapes. But on this album, it feels like these directive compositions in a, in a way. I don't know. 
It's hard to explain well, it's like these. The soundscapes there, but then there's this driving melody, and right. like there's b- bigger dynamics than like is often present with some of that Eno stuff. Yeah, sounds more menacing on a, some of this. Yeah, than most Eno stuff for sure. Yeah, you know what I liked about this record, uh, Robert Fripp. I fucking oh. loved the guitar work that he did, and I. Love the fact that like when they try to get him to come down, he was like, I haven't really played guitar for three years, but uh, yeah, sure. If you want me, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then they they keep the fucking first recording he did for Heroes like out of the fucking gate. This dude does the lead on Heroes, one of the most iconic guitar work songs of all time. Just, not playing shit for three fucking years. It's amazing. Are you talking about just like those like the sustained notes that make yeah, up that, all, the melody all, all that ebo stuff man yeah like that that's that's just him take one <laughs> <laughs> so fucking awesome he also had uh a bit of jet lag he's really tired <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they just like stuck him in the studio did they like have a melody in mind or no. is he just like off no. the top of his head they just played uh, stuff for melody. him yeah they just played stuff for him and during a six hour period uh, they just said riff, just do it. And he <laughs> nailed it. He just killed it. I mean, uh, maybe you just have to, it, it's, it's that right. It's that catching lightning, you know, it's, it, it was awesome. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. It gives it a bit of an edge over, uh, the other, uh, not saying it's better, but it has a different tone than the other Berlin, uh, albums because of him. Oh, I, I always thought that this was uh, just contro- controlled distortion. I thought that that's how they were getting those like uh, the 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 tone for that melody. I, I didn't really know what an Ebo was until I guess twenty years ago, and I didn't know that he used an Ebo until yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I've been thinking he's just like playing with feedback on the uh, on the amp, which also cool. Still, still very cool. Still very yeah. Cool. So, for anybody who doesn't know, an Ebo creates uh, it creates a waveform, and you can just hold it over the guitar, and whatever string you're you're holding will just sustain indefinitely until you remove until you pull away the Ebo. It would be Almost instead like of strumming a, it, it, it just like a creates, violin bow. Yeah, would. it creates a vibration on that string. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, the the song's also named for uh, the uh, just another hero track off of uh, New seventy five or Noi. Sorry, uh, you've got uh, Visconti coming in on the uh, the background call and response vocals on that that third verse, like the I remember. Also, I learned this week that apparently that that song Heroes is about. Tony Visconti's affair that he was having with like one of the singers, like the German singers that they had there while he was recording heroes. But David Bowie didn't say what the song was about until because Visconti, his, his wife sings back up on low, right? So he's really into backup uh, singers. He is really into (laughs) backup singers. Uh, but apparently they were going through some stuff and, and they, they divorced, I don't know, for that reason or for other reasons uh, shortly afterward. But it wasn't until they had been divorced for 20 years that David Bowie was finally like, yeah, that's what Heroes was about. <laughs> <laughs> so he kept he kept mum for two decades. Baby, now the barrel, 
felt like when I was listening to this now, I was thinking a lot about that context of like divided Berlin. Like it was really interesting to think about that specific like turmoil that they're just kind of like, we're just going to go vacation live in like this really divided city, like right by the Soviet line. Like, I think I read somewhere that like you could see the Soviet soldiers could like use binoculars to like see into the studio. That's like how close yeah. they were to like <laughs> the wall and stuff. It's just like, and it was sort of comforting in a way because it's a very difficult time. And I feel like that seeing that, the, that that happened and ended is a nice reminder. <laughs> like, cause this is a more <laughs> upbeat album in general than low, right? Like it's, it's giving you more of like a happy way out of things or it's like exploring the complexity without like total despair, like, which is, I don't know, maybe why more people in general would prefer this album. I don't know if I do, but yeah, like, did this album sell better than its predecessors? That's a good question. I, know it's, I, I, I definitely <laughs> I think heard this of this one, one before the other it ones. Did. It, it did because of the single. Yeah. It, yeah. So it, it, I think it went to number three on the UK charts. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it did much better than low. Um, yeah. Low didn't have, you know, it, it could have had a single, but nothing was pushed. And obviously with, with this hero heroes is the, yeah. uh, is the obvious single and has been, you know, it's a renowned song. I was surprised that sound and vision off of low wasn't a bigger hit. I know they released it as a single. I thought that song was such a banger on that album. It's I was, I was humming that song all last week. Yeah. yeah. Sound and vision. Yeah. It's really pretty. I know be my wife was like a, a minor single. Though. Yeah. They recorded a video for it at least. Ooh. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed side two, uh, same way that I enjoyed side two on low. Like I like the ambient works. I like the lack of vocals and just like the, like the more sonic exploration stuff. I know it ends with, uh, uh, Secret Life of Arabia, and that song's fucking awesome. But yeah, those uh, those f- other four tracks are fucking great. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I think it's a good idea to present this sort of two two ideas on a record. You get you get one side of rock, you get one side of experimental, and I feel like that's a good that's a good approach. It's something that people don't often explore, but I think that usually if we're going to do that, it would be two discs, right? It would be the love below and, you know, speaker (laughs) box or something like that, where you have these completely opposite, but interconnected ideas. And I think it's, it's good. It it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Obviously David Bowie's one that could pull it off, but he's trying this, this diptych approach of saying side one is rock side two is experimental. So when you flip the record, you know, it's, you know what you're doing, you know what you're getting into. I feel like putting those songs, interspersing those songs would not have worked for me. Christ. Yeah. wasn't a fan. I know he wasn't. <laughs> well, he liked low better, right? Yeah. But I, I think that like, I like that it's like, I, I agree. I like the, the sort of soundscape stuff on the second side. And I also really liked track 10 because I felt like the secret life of Arabia, because I feel like you hear what Bowie and Eno sound like when they're actually working together on the second side of this album. And Mm -hmm. then that song is like a, 
it's like mashed together where the electronic stuff doesn't really sound as like drawing or weird and like the rock, the traditional rock stuff sounds like a lot more modern and it pushes it forward to like this new something that sounded really modern to me and it got to that place in like a different way whereas I feel like low it was just kind of like one thing and then the other a little bit more separated right but so I know that the quotations on heroes are an intentional part of the title but uh I, I guess I you know I haven't really pulled up the lyrics and combed through them. Uh, does anyone know why heroes is in quotations? Is there some, some background to that? Kyle's going to tell us right now. No, I don't actually, I was, I've, I was wondering the same thing. I always assumed that, um, I mean, the song is undeniably iconic and great and uplifting. And I wonder if maybe he was a little embarrassed about it and wanted to hang like a little ironic, you know, tag on it and be like, uh, heroes, you know, I don't know. I, I've always wondered that too. Do you, you really think it's uplifting? Because with li- lyrics like "I'll drink all the time." No, yeah, I mean they def- Yeah, he definitely takes. You know, it, I think it it's ultimately hopeful. is an uplifting song. Huh. It's really hopeful. I mean, yeah, the way the song crescendos, and I know that, like I said, it, it was a big concert staple for you know every year that he ever toured. Um, and it's not unusual, obviously, for songs like that, like uh, Born in the USA, you know, people wave flags to that song and don't pay attention to the lyrics. But like that song, I mean, yeah, it's got, I mean, it's the 70s, it's late 70s. This is, you know, post Watergate. Everybody is a little paranoid and disappointed, but I feel like there's an honesty and like a hopefulness to that song. And I think maybe that's why he put the, the quotes on it. Maybe that's why he put a couple of lines in there, like I'll drink all the time, like you said. But I think that ultimately it's a hopeful song. I mean, he was in Berlin in the, in the late 70s. You know, he was seeing some crazy stuff. No. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that it couldn't represent that. I, I just think it's it's a bit of a I don't know. It it has a has a certain feeling to me to say we could be heroes, you know, if we do the right thing. But maybe we're not going to do the right thing. Uh, it has that sort of heroes in quotes of saying, yeah, human nature we can be perceived as heroes but maybe we're not heroes um well and it's just for one day so that actually to me that's like you can be a hero if you act right one time even if you can't act right every single time right yeah yeah but it is a time when there's just not a lot of heroes like yeah like it is hard to believe in much in 1977 in certain ways yeah Lots of things have been, yeah, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also, at this time, uh, let's just remember, he had uh, kind of had a breakdown of sorts. I wouldn't say, it, you know, was... He, he definitely was going through a lot of things, uh, including his, you know, be, having being so famous, having this persona of the thin white duke and Ziggy and kind of seeing all this, what fame was happening to him as a young, younger person. Uh, he's like 30 and he, he, he had to come to grips with that in some fashion. Obviously low is means he's low, you know, he's, he's low in his, his psyche and his emotions. Whereas, uh, yeah, I could see heroes as representing that, that element of, 
having despair, being hopeful about things, being more positive, even if it's for one day, etc. Just my interpretation. Yeah, I agree with that. That's kind of how I feel. Really like V2 Schneider. That's great. Yeah. Named after Florian. Yeah. Now they've both name checked each other in songs. That's right. So romantic. And David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else think it's weird that none of the Germans or no no Germans were really involved in the recording of this record, even though most of it most of like the inspiration was coming from that Kraut Rock scene for the record? I mean, some of that could be language, right? Uh, in the Especially, city of Berlin? Yeah, but kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's a good point. That, it is it's definitely worth noting. Yeah. Yeah, he's there. He's inspired by Noi, by Kraftwerk. He's name dropping him in songs. And again, I don't know that they're specifically in Berlin, but uh, where's the, uh, it would be nice to have some collaboration. Obviously, he's in a collaborative mood. He's calling Fripp. He's calling Eno. He's calling Visconti. Yeah. Call Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> what about Paul Floyd? Maybe they're touring or yeah. going to university or It's Lord possible knows, too right? he wants to stay away from that that could be too much of a I lost my train. What of about thought. Dita? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be too much of a I don't want to start sounding exactly like Kraftwerk. I want my interpretation of, of this music. This yeah. type of music. If I if I invite the originator of this music, then that just means that I am that. And you that know, is he'd just be fanboying on Iggy Pop the whole time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me more about your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like that uh, Eno gets credited for guitar treatments. Still, I I think that's awesome. <laughs> He's just putting putting all them effects on there. Can I can I share my favorite thing that I learned from uh, Wikipedia? Sure, yes. go for it. Uh, V two Schneider. Musically, the track is unusual for the offbeat saxophone work by Bowie, who kicked off his part on the wrong note, but continued regardless. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. That's jazz, baby. Yeah. You play it once and it's wrong. You play it two and it's the start of a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got some serious toots on the, uh, is it Neckhoin? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, he's got some serious Bowie toots on that. Yeah, I believe it was uh, Neil Young that said he would just, if he played a wrong note, he would just bend it till it was in tune (laughs) with the song. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And I think Zappa said something. Maybe Zappa. Oh, uh, yeah. Neil Young could have been the one that, that bends notes. Zappa, he said, like, if you ever play a, a wrong note, 
just do it again yeah the next time around and, and now it's part of the song <laughs> <laughs> it's great never let up all right how do we feel about uh, do i have to ask how do we feel about david bowie heroes love it I, it's great yeah i'm gonna give it a, a positive uh like out of like like I'm giving it a positive based on its own merits alone. But I still say that in what we've been hearing, it seems like almost weekly from, from uh, uh, David Bowie. I still really like heroes. I just like the other ones we've heard a little bit better. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. I'm, 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 I'm on board with that sentiment. It's super good. Uh, th- this was the first time I, I listened to it all the way through like by itself. So uh, th- this week, I mean, I've mm-hmm. listened to it many times now, but uh, yeah, it's really good. Listen so to I it. I didn't sing this at you in a van. Uh, I, no, I, 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 also one of the things that I prevented, I just kind of uh, avoided Bowie nice. <laughs> because of you. Take that. <laughs> yeah. Great album. I think I disagree on, on the station to station. That one for me is a little uh, more disco heavy. Um, so this one, I, I would put this one above. I say disco in a very loose term, more maybe uh, pop oriented, whereas this one has a, a bit of a ha, has some darkness there. Something a, ba- a bad boy streak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do all three of the Berlin albums have the have that like side one, side two dichotomy? Because so no. far the two of them have. Does the third one? This one drifts away from it a little bit, doesn't it? Well, I mean, there's Secret Life of Arabia, but like yeah. both Low and Heroes, like side one's the rock, side two's the ambient. I was wondering if that's a theme through the Berlin trilogy or I, if it. If memory serves, Lodger's a little different. It is. Yeah, okay. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Lodger's great. I'm still looking forward it's to it. It's, it's a concept album, too. Oh, really? I don't think we're I don't think we're doing Lodger. What? I don't think so either. Are you kidding? We can I still think... listen to it in like four years. Yeah. <laughs> Please listen to Lodger. It smokes this album, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, good, good uh, endorsement on that one because this album's great. Mm-hmm. All right, next time we'll be talking about Dennis Wilson, Pacific Ocean Blue. All right, thanks, oh, y'all. Denise. Oh boy.